Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast with Stan Szymanski. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Thursday, August 24th, 2023, and I have a tremendous show for you today. Neither Encouraging Angels nor Stan Szymanski nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest. Resist the devil. Resist the devil. Resist the devil. I'm saying this just as much for me as I'm saying it for you. If we want to follow in the way of God, this is a basic tenet that we must follow. It seems simple. But so many people, and I include me in that, at least previously, I have given, I'm not now, but, you know, people give a foothold to the devil in their life. You know, I think to be successful spiritually in this life, Which, which leads to a lot of other fulfillment and the, the, the blessing and hand of God on your life is to one, to confess your sins. You to God. You don't need anybody else. Jesus Christ is the mediator between God and man. If you imagined that you were standing on the top of one mountain, and there was a big chasm, and then there was another mountain. If you took a big cross and just put it in that chasm to bridge the chasm between you and God on the other side, that's what the cross does. That's what the work of Jesus Christ does. It bridges the gap between God and man. And when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior... That A, that he's God, and B, that he died on the cross for your sins. He paid the price that you couldn't pay, that I couldn't pay, that no one could pay on their own. Only his finished work because he was the perfect, unblemished lamb of God. Could his death be atoning? Could his death be sufficient to pay the incredible, onerous sin death of the world. So, assenting to the fact that Jesus is God and then he's Savior, that he paid for your sins. That now you have a mediator between God and man is that you confess your sins to him, 
You don't need on on you know uh, in the face of certain religious sects, you know you and that's s e c t s. Uh, you do not need a man as a mediator who could never be a mediator anyway. And when the Israelites, you know, made blood, burnt grain, and drink sacrifices, those were only foreshadowings. They were not sufficient to forgive sin. Only the death of Jesus Christ did that. And so, use the simple opportunity for you to confess to Jesus Christ your sin. And then say that you are sorry. I'm putting these in hopefully very simple terms. Confess and repent of your sins. And accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Then, as a Christian, <clears throat> you start down the road into battle during this life. And you have an adversary. Oh, yes, you do. Whoops. First Peter 5, 8 says, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. You have an adversary. He is looking to consume people. He hates humanity. And the last thing he wants is for you to be saved and to have an eternal life with Jesus Christ in heaven. That is the last thing that he wants. And he is working 24-7 to stop that from happening. So be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. So he's got his evil eye, the eye of Sauron, if you will, in the terms of Lord of the Rings. Seeking someone to devour. And yet, you have a way to keep that from happening. James 4, 7 says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you from you in order for the devil to not get a toehold in your life and again I speak to myself just as much to anyone out there to not have him get a toehold in your life with alcohol 
with drugs, with pornography, with uh, scandalous living, with cheating, and, you know, money problems, etc. I mean, you could go on and on about all the things that can beguile a human being. But to stop that from happening, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So when you are being tempted, you know, with those drugs, with that alcohol, whatever it is, resist the devil and he will flee from you. I don't have this scripture in front of me, but, you know, uh, the scripture also says that um, there's no temptation that's unique, you know, to man that like basically that Jesus did not, uh, you know, experience. And God always gives you a way out. Go where there is temptation, there's a way out. And that always includes resisting. It does not include imbibing in the temptation, resisting the temptation, resisting the devil. During the uh, scripture in Ephesians 6, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I am going to pull a few scriptures out of there about resisting. Ephesians 6.11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Now, the devil just isn't like just evil He is a schemer, a plotter of evil. When my son was uh, really young, which was many, many years ago, decades ago, there was a show on TV called Thomas the Tank Engine. And there was an evil character named Schemer who always had some plot, you know, going on to get someone into trouble. That's like what the devil is. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Because right now, that son of a gun is planning to take you down. And in a few verses later, in Ephesians 6, 13, it says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. That's a repeated verse. You know, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. In other words, to resist. To resist. And actually earlier in Ephesians in uh, chapter 4, verse 27, it says, and give no opportunity to the devil. Give no opportunity to the devil. Because if you don't resist and you allow, let's say, mission creep, (laughs) his mission, the, the, the devil's evil mission to creep in on you, you may be overtaken. If you let the enemy in the camp, 
if you let the nose of the camel under the tent, you're really not able to resist anymore. And you're just in an all-out war. Really important. Here's the scripture I was looking for. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you. That is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So God always offers a way out. And again, I'm going to say this for the third time. I'm speaking to myself just as much as I'm speaking to anyone else. Because I have to refine, you know, my abilities in spiritual battle. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Again, going back to the beginning, James 4, 7, submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Some folks have, you know, a problem with sexual immorality. Now, for the most case speaking, like, you know, especially to any disabled folks, uh, it's not an issue that they typically deal with. Now, they do deal with, you know, Folks attacking them, oh yeah, unfortunately. Um, but this would probably be more for the caregivers, you know. And it says in 1 Corinthians 6, 18 to 20, flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. And of course, being bought with a price is the purchase that Jesus Christ did when he died on the cross and paid for your sins. See, he paid for the sins and he bought you with a price because he loved you. If you you accept him as Lord and Savior. These ideas are really simple, but they are not necessarily easy to put into action, into work, into functional practices in your own life. But I want to encourage you today to do this, to start working hard to resist the devil because his wiles and his plans for you and for me and for this world are just ramping up, you know, as we head towards tribulation. What is tribulation or what is the tribulation? 
Simply put, this is my humble opinion, uh, but I believe this to be absolutely true, that it is the time between when the man of perdition is revealed, that is the Antichrist, when the Antichrist walks into the temple and declares himself to be God, the time of tribulation is from that time until the wrath of God is delivered in the bowls of judgment that are poured out in chapter 16, verse 1 of the book of Revelation. There's going to be a lot to go through, and the devil wants you dead. He does. <laughs> he wants you to be morally compromised. He wants you to be desolate. He wants you to be without uh, godly counsel and godly fellowship, and he just wants you to be in hell. He is working towards all that. So every time that you receive a temptation, if you can think about where eventually it leads to, it might help spur that urge to resist the devil. And I'll tell you, I'm going to pull this story up. Because when I see this guy, all I see is evil. I'm going to put this story up. I haven't done it yet as of this recording. It'll be up by the time you guys listen to this. From the People's Voice, Fauci declares that all unvaccinated citizens must be locked down this winter. I mean, this guy works for Satan. I mean, his, his retirement plan is fully funded by Satan. I mean, he drives in a some kind of car that uh, was paid for by Satan. I, just, I, you know, it I, it disgusts me that this man who had the hand who rolled all this out, and again, I'll, I'll just say it. I know I've said it a lot recently. You know, I was on with Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Uh, on Happy Hour with Dr. T, and where she stated that as of last October, that's 2022, that according to the in in the examination of data worldwide databases, not including South America, not including China, that the vaccine, not the virus, the vaccine killed 20 million people. How many more have died since October of 2022 due to the jab? How many millions have to die? I mean, this guy is going to win the record as the biggest mass murderer in history. I mean, he's he's passing Hitler and on his way to uh, passing, uh, you know, he's competing with Stalin and Mao now. Resist this. Resist it. You 
This is my humble opinion. I'm not giving anybody medical advice. It's my opinion. Please consider supporting Encouraging Angels. You can give to Encouraging Angels by going to the uh, the donate page at www.encouragingangels.org and click on the donate tab and give directly online with your card through the cornerstone link that's there or send something directly to RPO Box. This is Stan Szymanski. This is the Encouraging Angels podcast, and I look forward to seeing you right here next time.